what if the way that we are reverent towards nature, it is reverent back towards us? This is Heart of the Story, and I'm Nadine Kenny Johnstone. I'm a writer and a writing coach who helps women develop and publish their memoirs and essays. But most importantly, I'm a human who's always trying to figure out what my soul is saying. Each week, I'll share stories and tips of healing, hope, and following my heart so that you'll feel inspired to follow yours. Hi, friends. Today, I wanted to just have a little catch-up coffee talk with you about what life has been like over the last several months because many of you have written in to ask me, (laughs) how is life in Florida? A big change from Chicago where I lived for most of my life and I've got updates for you. Also, many of you have been asking about retreat stuff, about how my recent retreat in Florida went and about upcoming retreats. Many of you are interested but curious about what to expect. So this will be a little bit of a combo episode of just catching you up to speed on all things life and retreat updates. And if the audio sounds a little wonky, we are in the Keys. We are in the Florida Keys. It is my son's spring break, and we are spending some much-needed family time together. And so this is the only quiet spot in the hotel we're staying at. So it's not my typical recording spot, but hopefully it won't bother you too much. So Florida, how has it been? Our first winter, my husband's from Massachusetts. I'm from Chicago. We lived for many years in Massachusetts, many years in Chicago. And so now what is it like? First and foremost, there's a big difference. (laughs) Um, The sun and the warmth have made a big difference on my mood for sure. I can definitely tell that sort of seasonal blues that would wash over me uh, with the gray skies and the cold in the Midwest, it doesn't have that same effect because we now have the warmth and the sunshine. And so I can feel it in my mood. I can feel it in less dread upon waking up, you know, because I have been able to see the sunshine and it really has been impacting me quite a bit. And this is not to say that anybody who lives in a winter climate or in the Midwest um, is doomed. This is something that individually for me was harder and harder each and every year, every winter. So much so that in July, 4th of July, It would almost kind of mark for me like, oh, okay, summer has reached its peak. And from here on out, we've got about another month and a half of warmth left. And then it's fall. And then it's winter again from Halloween through end of April, early May. I mean, this is how my brain would start working. I just, it it was getting really, really difficult. So it's been a big difference. What is the weather like where we live? Well, 
We're in between Panama City and Destin in an area known as 30A. And from about, let's see, I was like in full beach gear, you know, like paddle boarding and everything on Thanksgiving Day. And we still have good warmth throughout December. I would say January and the first half of February is like sweater, light coat weather. So, you know, we still wear like pants and long sleeve shirts and I'm not in a bikini in January, but then come mid-February, you have the warmth again and beach days again. And that has been incredible. It was so interesting. In February, mid-February, I saw this like sprinkling of some yellow stuff on the hood of our car and I didn't know what it was. And I realized that it was pollen. (laughs) And I was like, oh, spring comes in February here. (laughs) And then not long after I saw flowers blooming and I was like, oh, it is indeed spring which, you know, in in the Midwest, it's like around Easter, you get the first buds of daffodils and tulips. And then that's when spring begins. So it comes a couple months early in Florida. I've really, really been loving our area. And the biggest thing next to the weather, the sun, the warmth has been the beach. The beach has been a really healing place for me. I go almost every single day. We're very close to it. We're fortunate enough to be very close to it in the house that we're renting. And so pretty much rain or shine once a day, I walk down there to get the sunrise or the sunset and to walk along the water. And it is scientifically true. Those All of those negative ions that the water is pushing up and creating I can just feel the healing, the detoxifying, the clearing out of my system when I walk along that water. It is an instant mood changer. And whatever problem I have that I carry down to the water with me, I look at the pelicans gliding and I look at the magnificent sky and the sun and I feel the water on my feet and the sand underneath my toes and I watch the little minnows or the crabs scuttling and anything that was bothering me, it's still there, but it just is put into its place (laughs) very quickly. It's a perspective shifter. And also, I have this moment almost every single time I go, I say, look at that. She's so beautiful. She meaning the sky, the water, the sunset. She never gets old. This never gets old because the sky looks different every time. The water looks different every single time and it just never gets old. And then one day I was walking along the water and I realized, you know what? What if the universe is saying the exact same thing about me? Every time I walk down to the water, what if the universe is saying back, there she is. Look at her. Look at that beauty meaning beauty of the soul, never gets old saying that. Really, truly, what if the way that we are reverent towards nature, it is reverent back towards us? What if it sees the same radiance that we see in it? Imagine that. 
these are the sorts of profound insights that I have when I'm at the water. And I actually have a whole list of them on my phone called Beach Lessons. Maybe one day it'll become a book because it is just such an intensely insightful, clarifying place when I go to the beach. And in fact, that insight that I just told you about where I realize, okay, the same way that I look at nature, nature looks at me and thinks it never gets old. I did a meditation on that at my recent Florida Women's Beach Retreat. And I think hands down, it was one of the things that had the most breakthroughs for people because it really made the women have such self-compassion and awe for themselves in a way that was just so clear and so like, wow, what if, what if? So speaking of retreats, oh my goodness, let's talk about this recent retreat. So in case you're like, I roll, isn't life great? You know, she's living in the warmth and the sunshine. Please don't mistake all of this goodness for any kind of facade that life does not still have its ups and downs. One of the little hiccups that happened was that I was supposed to have this retreat, this Florida women's beach retreat called Clarity. It was all about journaling and meditating to get clear. It was supposed to happen in December. Thanksgiving comes around, everyone everywhere is visiting and the places are packed and workout places are packed full of new tourists and visitors. And I'm pretty sure that one of the workout classes that I went to, that it was there that I caught COVID for the second time which was very unfortunate um, for many reasons, but one of which was that it was just a few days before my retreat was supposed to happen. So as soon as I found out that it was not just a cold, but COVID, I had to tell all of my retreat participants that we had to reschedule, which was so frustrating, I'm sure, for them. They had planned out flights and childcare and all the things. So we had to reschedule for February. It also kind of created an extra worry in me that I certainly didn't want to have to cancel or reschedule again for any reason. And so during the lead up to the February retreat, I quarantined myself for 10 days. I didn't go to any any social place, any, we didn't eat inside restaurants. I didn't go to any indoor workout classes. We tried as best as we could to just kind of stay away from everyone (laughs) um, to ensure that all would be well. And it was. And so the Florida Women's Beach Retreat was just a few miles east of where we live. I had rented a beautiful, huge, big beach house that was right on the ocean, right on the ocean. You, from almost every window, could see the water, and it had a heated pool as well. There were 12 women who came, six flew in or drove in, and six were local. It was women ages mid-30s to mid-70s from all over the U.S., And it was absolutely heart-fulfilling to see these women come in 
on a Friday, see the house and just immediately their shoulders drop from their ears because that ocean, it works wonders. And then just be in such good company with each other. And over the course of the weekend, it's like they walked in with their stress or their worries and were strangers, most of them, to each other. And then by the end of the weekend, were close new friends who knew the importance of rest and self-compassion and had had deep clarity and breakthroughs and so much insight and really listening to themselves and hearing themselves and knowing what they need and knowing what they want and giving that to themselves. I mean, for that to happen over the course of three and a half days was incredible. And so during our time there, we meditated, we journaled, we did yoga nidra and sound baths and we took noticing walks down by the water which are slow walks where our only job is to notice nature and notice new things and not be in a rush to go anywhere and we did a little nature scavenger hunt bringing back any of the things that we found that we really loved that caught our attention and we had amazing meals cooked by my husband and we bonded and we went in the pool and we had a yoga class out on the deck looking out at the water and we had a painting class and it was just amazing (laughs) the weather was great we went out down by the beach we hung out on the sand we had a beach bonfire the very last day and we had hammocks that i had set up and we got to lounge around the fire as the sunset on the beach and have a glass of wine i mean (laughs) it was beyond my imagination and i think the thing that made it so incredible not only was to see these women become friends and now we're all on a text chain and we text each other regularly when we're out on our own noticing walks and we share pictures of what we're noticing out in nature and where we share with each other when we need thoughts and when we need support and we're just there for each other these strangers right who became friends that not only was the most amazing thing But this retreat was one in which I really concentrated on collaboration. I wanted it to feel like the most communal, not just me teaching a group, but all of us giving our talents to this group. My chef husband, Jamie, aka Chef Jamie at home, he came in and did all of the meals. I was so excited to have Mackenzie Burley come and do yoga. So I've taken yoga classes with her before. And so she did the yoga on the pool deck. I worked with Amanda over at Golf Therapy. It's an organization that does paddleboarding and we raise money for those in need who need any kind of therapeutic help, mental health help. And she and I worked together to sponsor a participant, a mother of five who came to the retreat, who was an absolute gem of a human. 
Then I worked with a woman named Lisa who goes by Emerald Coast Color on Instagram and she does sound baths and she did the sound baths every single night paired with my yoga nidra sessions and a woman, a local woman named Shayla Petty, whom I've done writing coaching for. She is an incredible painter and she led a painting class. She also has excellent photography skills and she just captured the whole weekend and another uh, photographer galena wells she came and took pictures towards the very end some professional pictures hakuna matata beach services did the hammock setup and then we had people donate stuff for the goodie bags sostra self is my favorite skincare person and she donated little face cream and face spray elixir and oil for the goodie bags and then ja uh, beauty and wellness on 30a she donated like these essential oil rollers and pillow sprays i mean it was just like this incredible gathering of all of these things yolo coffee was one of our preferred vendors for the coffee they're local amazing gray who does style work uh, she and i worked together her name is angie and she and i worked together doing fun styling stuff fashion stuff giving my wardrobe a little bit of a makeover leading up to the retreat because all i had before that were professor clothes <laughs> i didn't have any beach clothes so it was just this wonderful collaboration of all of these people and many of them are people that i've just met in the past seven months here in florida many of them are so i wanted it to feel that way and it felt so great because it wasn't just me. It was a group effort all coming together. And that I find has been the theme of life in Florida is that I didn't realize it at the time. I thought I needed sunshine and warmth. But what I've also been craving deep, deep down in my bones is community, community, community. And I think it's because during the pandemic, you know, we had to be away from everyone and I didn't realize how soul crushing that was. And I didn't realize how um, some friendships would just kind of fade because of lack of being able to see each other. And so when we finally emerged from the height of the pandemic, I found that community had shifted a bit. You know, we were no longer living in our Illinois house, we had sold that. So we no longer had our neighbor community. We were yearning for that. Our wonderful neighbors back in Illinois. So we're yearning for new neighborhood community. Friendship community had shifted. Who felt more comfortable going out? Who didn't? And we were pretty conservative and were really keeping to ourselves and trying to stay safe. And so it just kind of shifted things so I found that when we arrived in Florida I was really really yearning and craving uh, yearning for and craving friendships and being in person again and so I've made a great effort to put myself out there while also grieving grieving 
the shifting of things, you know, grieving our old neighbors, grieving friendships that have changed, grieving being 50 minutes away from my mom and sister, really going through the emotional toll of that and trying to find new things here while also maintaining key relationships from back home. My mom said something a while back that just struck me, which is that I kind of was used to being an invited person. Like I am, I'm shy in person, but then once you get me talking in a comfortable setting, I'm good. But I, I oftentimes waited for the invite. And if you can't tell by all the work that I've been doing these past few years, I've been on a mission instead to be the inviter. Because my mom said, you know, sometimes you need to do the inviting if you want to be invited. And I thought, hmm, that's so true. Because I would call her when there were certain things that, you know, I either hadn't been invited to or it had been a while since I'd been invited to something. And she was like, sometimes people are waiting on you to put out that invitation. Hence, (laughs) my entire writing community and the efforts that we've made in Florida. So we've had our neighbors over on our porch for snacks and talking. I've invited neighbors to go to local events with me. We have really gotten close with the neighbors on our block. I have made great efforts to do activities that I really love and form community there. So golf therapy, which is my paddleboarding community that an incredible woman, Amanda, runs. I try to go there. It's been happening less during the quote-unquote winter months since it's a little chillier, but now we're back in action. So paddleboarding community and um, there's a great organization here of storytellers called Emerald Coast Storytellers and I put my hat in the ring to be a reader. It was so fun being up on stage again and working with them and going to events and seeing other people tell their stories. And there's an incredible community here of professional women called Connected 30A that's run by Angie, that stylist I was talking about earlier. Angie is an incredible human, has become my good dear friend, and runs an amazing women's community where I've made all of my other friends. And that's been great. And we're going out and meeting up and having regular meetups. And then people I've met through Gio's school. And Gio's been getting involved. He's been on the robotics team all year and has been loving it. Karate. Jamie has become good friends with a few of the guys here. He's been cooking and putting his shingle out and has been cooking for families and tourists. He has also been donating some of his meals towards really good causes for their silent auctions, like um, the board of my son's school, the parent board. He donated a meal and a local wine festival, and then he also donated to the Cultural Arts Alliance. And so we're trying to get deeply enmeshed in community, deeply, deeply enmeshed. I guess truly that's the only way that I do feel home besides my inner work. The the only way that I feel home anywhere is, first of all, if I feel home inside myself. 
hence my regular beach walks and time in my nest chair in our backyard looking up at the palm trees and looking out at the magnolias and writing in my journal and just listening to the birds. I feel at home when I'm home in myself, but then I feel most at home somewhere when I have community, when when people are noticing that I'm there and that I matter and vice versa. That's when I feel enmeshed. And that is how we're trying to make this little beach town in the 30A area of Florida our home. And that's what we're trying to do is just become deeply entrenched in the community. It's scary and it's risky and it's vulnerable. And of course, not one single person is going to be everybody else's cup of tea. So we can't expect to make best friends with every single person we meet. But we're trying really hard. (laughs) We're trying really hard to find our people, the people who get us. And by some grace, we have. We have found lots of incredible groups of people who invite us and we invite them and it's been so heartwarming in the midst of a lot of big life transitions that we've made the last few years so what does the future bring what does the future bring well uh, just also in terms of of big highlights this past year I, I try to set a goal for myself that each year I do one new big thing. So three years ago, it was starting my online writing community, my writer workout community that is still just flourishing. And then two years ago, it was starting Heart of the Story, the podcast. So we just celebrated the two-year anniversary of that on Valentine's Day, and um, we're over 100 episodes now. And also on Valentine's Day, I announced my big, big highlight of this past year, which is that my book, Come Home to Your Heart became available for pre-order a few weeks ago and is coming out this May. It is a guided journal slash collection of essays from my heart to yours. So those have been really, really big highlights. And what's to come in this upcoming year or few months? I am leading two retreats in the upcoming months. One is in California in April, April 20th through 23rd. The other is in Door County, Wisconsin, June 2nd through 6th. And so those are writing intensive retreats. I kind of lead two different types of retreats. One is the wellness, more journaling and meditation focused. And one is more writing intensive. And we still do journaling and meditating, but we're really focusing on you and your work and craft talks and workshopping. So the April and June ones will be writing intensive. The California one, the enrollment is closing in a week. So you'll want to sign up for that if you've been interested. And the Door County one is almost full. So you'll want to check those out if you're interested in those. So the retreats are the big work of my heart. Those are what I'm really looking forward to. And we will be in Door County this summer for almost two months, June and July. So we'll we'll drive from Florida at the end of my son's school year and head up to Door County, do the retreat, and then we'll be working from Door County and spending time with our community there 
for a couple months. And then we have some really big birthdays this year. Jamie is turning 50, I am turning 40, and Gio is turning 10. Jamie and I are celebrating 17 years together. A lot of big, big things happening this year. So because of that, at the end of July, all the wives have set up a 50th birthday for Jamie and his friends on Cape Cod, where they used to be together all the time every summer. And so we're doing a big 50th birthday weekend towards the end of July. And then we'll be doing something. I'm doing some planning, trying to figure out what I want to do for my 40th that's coming up in the early fall. Those are some of the, the big things. And then we'll be heading back to Florida for the school year. We have not found a house yet to buy. <laughs> we have found many that we're interested in, but the market is still very much inflated and interest rates are wild. So in the meantime, we have been very, very content in our little beach cottage rental near the beach. You cannot complain about being a block and a half from the ocean. So our gracious owners of the house have let us extend our lease if we want to. So I think likely we'll be headed back to our rental in August and still looking for a home to buy at some point, but we'll be back in Florida. That's it, my friends. That is the update. I hope that our paths will cross sometime soon and that I'll get to see you in person as part of my community or online as part of writer workout community. We're always open to new friends joining us. If you want to find out about any of these things, they're all on my website, nadinekennyjohnstone.com and the link to my book to pre-order is in the show notes. Until next time, Michelle Rado, thank you for always collaborating with me, being my creative collaborator. I love all the work you do. And remember everyone, every heart has a story and every story has a heart. See you next week. Thank you.